Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. It was just the end of week 13. Uh, which had some great games scheduled up that we previewed for you last week. And we are coming into week 14. Um, I What I'm going to start off this, I'm obviously Tyler Walzak, same voice as you've been listening to for the last, I don't know, 20 weeks. And I'm here with Puya Ricey. As always, we're doing our late night stuff that we do. Um, let's talk about this Bucks saints game that happened last night. Oh, man, not the game we expected. So, But a game uh, nonetheless. That boring was, that boring. That game was boring. For about fifty-seven minutes, that was the same as the Rams game. Remember the Bucks Rams? Yeah, it's like, the same thing. Just so bo- I unwatchably boring. Yeah. And Tom Brady didn't look good. He's screaming at people. I thought he was going to break another tablet. Just looked like another mean Tom Brady who can't get it done. And then, boom! Lo and behold, they score two touchdowns in the last three minutes. Come back, win the game by one point. I mean, is this? <sighs> This is just Tom Brady, right? This is what he does now. So that's exactly what I was going to ask you, except for the fact that the times he's done this this season, it's against garbage teams. Yeah, he's that's not true. winning. He's not winning games against good teams. No, and well, I don't know if you can pull that off against a good team. That's kind of the flaw with what's happening in the NFC South, right? Like the their Buccaneers are six and six. The Falcons are five and eight. Um, the Bucks haven't had their bye week yet. Uh, the Panthers are four and eight. The Saints are four and nine. Like everybody's kind of bad in this division. And like, what what do you, the, what do you do? Like, one of these teams is going to get in. You have to hope it's not Tom Brady's team because Tom Brady just wins games like this all the time. But he's only winning them against bad teams right now. But at some point, you have to think that that he's going to turn it on and that team is going to turn it on. At some point, there's you no have to think reason that? why that team shouldn't be better than they are. I don't. I can't explain why they're doing so poorly. Could it be a coaching thing? Because they did get a new coach this year. No, they did get a new coach this year. Their offensive line is also pretty terrible. Right, but that doesn't account for why they got no offense and no. How's their defense? Their defense is good, which is I yeah, think they're why they're still in games. They're yeah, not they're not getting, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, they should not be. They should not be this bad like they have weapons on offense they don't really have running back Leonard Fournette is okay but I mean they've got great wide receivers yeah they do reliable reliable wide receivers yeah and like Mike Evans is a, a fantastic wide receiver Chris Goblin they caught a touchdown to win the game but it got called back because of an offensive holding um, penalty which that lineman on the Buccaneers that had that offensive holding penalty to null nullify that Go ahead, touchdown. Um, before they scored another one, he has the most in the league by far. By far, it's just what he does. Every time he's beat, he just grabs the guy and, and pulls him down. Do you think it also could be Tom Brady's just a little more angry this year, and he's kind of well? So that's probably why he's playing. Getting... He's not playing like himself. You know how like Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is playing so well right now because he's staying calm. Hundred percent. He's calm, cool, collected. Oh, so cool. Coolest guy and in the field. Tom Brady is just having an angry year, 
And I think that little bit of anger isn't working with it. Like they said to Mike Tyson back in the day, you know, against this guy, that anger didn't work for you. It worked against you when he bit a guy's ear off, you know. <laughs> a better holy field here. <laughs> Famously bit it off, tried to do it twice. Yeah. Now, is that, you know, Tom Brady's looking angrier than usual this year, no? Mm-hmm. His Absolutely. tablet count is way higher. His tablet his count is screaming at his team count is higher. High. Yeah. You know, and at some point you're right that that's I think that's a great analogy used with Mike Tyson thing is because at some point he has to start taking some of the blame as well. Like that's what we like. We've talked about this before. That's what we like with our quarterbacks. And I know that he does do that. And he always says, I got to be better. But his on field sideline tantrums are starting to probably affect the guys that are out there to protect him. And that's why. That's why that guy's probably taking all those holding penalties because I I would rather not have Tom Brady get hit and just take a penalty because they know he's going to scream at me. He's going to yeah. yell at me, and then we're going to have to go. He will say, Tom, I'm scared, and I have to leave. <laughs> Speaking of the taking the blame, did you see Ingram on the other team? Yeah, so he was hurt when he went out there, which is weird to put him out there. I know he's like Mark Ingram. He's a veteran. He's going to be out there. He's going to get that first down. But he runs off the field. He must have been in agonizing pain to not even think about it. But then, yeah, that tweet He's that says, I should short. be better than this. I'm so sorry. Just short of that first down. Yeah. That was a pivotal first down. That could have actually won them the game had they yeah. got that first down. It would have. And, but that's the accountability. Just saying, it was my fault. I let the team down. That's leadership. Yeah, absolutely. Zach Wilson wouldn't have said that. No. And that's why he's not got a starting job right now. And everybody loves Hands Mike down across White. the league, they love Mike White. <laughs> Mike White has to be the most loved person in New York right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. They like, love Like, it's just – and also, like, I, I've never heard the guy speak. No. You yeah. don't need to. It's like meeting your heroes. You know, it'll just ruin it for you. It'll They're just, just chanting his name over and over. I mean, they lost the game against the Vikings, which was a huge game. and But at least being in it – um is a good sign. I'm Mike White didn't throw a touchdown. He went 31 for 57, 59.8 rating and two interceptions, no touchdowns. So it's not like he helped them stay in it, but the rest of that team, he rushed for a touchdown, but that rest of the team is following him and playing better, elevating their game because of just who Mike White, Mike White is, whereas they were not doing that for Zach Wilson. And I don't think, I think this is the end of Zach Wilson Leader leadership goes a long way. Now, for sure. I'd like to apologize to everybody for my audio issues the past episode. They were it was dreadful. I got to listen, and it was just terrible. Now we've fired our audio technician. That's true. The same way that the Panthers have just fired Baker Mayfield, gotten rid of that guy, get him out of town as quick as possible. Now, so, continue, continue. What do you have to say? Well, <laughs> we we already compared Baker Mayfield and um, Zach Wilson before, just that kind of smug, arrogant attitude. Number one, do you think Baker Mayfield gets a start in uh, in L.A.? Yes. Because he's now been picked up by L.A. Yeah. Um, okay. One, I don't know why you would announce to everybody that we fired somebody right before the holidays. But two. Um, I think everybody knows there's nobody here to fire. It's you and me. That's all <laughs> Say, so should I be a leader by example and say that maybe I could help you out with that quality? But I, you I, think I, I'm going to listen? 
no, come on. Yeah, no, it's just the two of us in the fucking garage. Stubborn as hell. I think that I don't think he starts this week, but I think he starts at least one game for the Rams. Yeah. I don't know why they would pick him up. I mean, okay, so I do know why they would pick them up. Um, if you so if you have a guy that is under contract on his first rookie contract and he leaves your team in free agency, you get a compensation pick for that. Now, whether it's a third round, fifth round, whatever, so I don't on a know. Rookie contract? Yeah, this is Baker Mayfield's rookie contract. It is still, eh? Yeah. Okay. So this is this is his technically his fifth year option or fourth year. Um the fifth year you renegotiate. Okay. So so they if if he signs with anybody else. This is what I think the Rams, why they did it, is if Baker signs with anybody else after the season, the Rams get an extra pick in next year's draft. So the risk-reward is nothing to them. They just get another I, pick. I've got another another reason why I think they took him. And this goes down to you and I at our cores. They did it despite the 49ers, who need another quarterback on that team. And so that's a divisional rival. They just took him, not because they wanted him. They know their season's done. They don't care. They just didn't want the 49ers to have the satisfaction. Sure, but spite move. But is that is that a spite move though? Why not? Because Baker Mayfield is a terrible quarterback. Sure, but the 49ers, they're on their what third, fourth string quarterback right now? They're on their third string. Third. So who's who's the relief there? You need so, some sort of relief. So they do. They went out and did get some people. Um, whether they're not, they're better than Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I think Baker Mayfield at one point will be a good backup quarterback. Um, so the starting quarterback would be Brock Purdy. Let's talk about him before we start talking about the guys they picked up. I thought he had a great game. Coming in relief, yeah. coming in cold, never having played it before. He still, he didn't, he threw some they, touchdowns too. They were down 7-3. They were down 7-3. There is, before Sunday, a guy that was, so Brock Purdy was, they call him Mr. Irrelevant because you're the last person picked in the NFL draft of your year. Now, some of them, some of them, some of them have been good. Like, they've won, some guys have won some Super Bowls, like Ryan Sucker, Suckup, a kicker has. Um, Ty Crowder for New York's uh, one, a starting middle linebacker job. Like, so it does happen, but there has never been a quarterback drafted at the last spot known as Mr. Relevant who had, had ever thrown a touchdown pass in the NFL game. And this, he's the very first one to do it. And he's going to get his first start against Tom Brady. And every quarterback that's had their first start against Tom Brady is 0 and 6. Now, not only did Brock Purdy play just decently enough to, hold that team together they won handedly oh yeah like it, it was like 33 to 17 against a very good our miami boy, dolphins team and now he only averaged struggle yeah to a struggle but that's because the defense in san francisco is excellent so that's kind of what i'm getting trying to trying to get to here is Brock Purdy went 25 for 37 cool. with two touchdowns in interception so he had a way better day than mike white and he but he only averaged 5.4 air yards per attempt so he only tried to throw the ball five yards but that plan can work when you have Debo Samuel Brandon Ayuk Christian McCaffrey uh Greg Kittle because let those guys just let those guys make plays for you just get them the ball that's the only thing you need to do 
if you're putting in your third string quarterback that's never played or never thrown a, a touchdown pass before. Now, the significance here is that there's no one else to play for them. So they went, they, there's rumors that they're going to get Josh Johnson off the Broncos practice squad. Josh Johnson's been around for a while, but does, doesn't make anybody doesn't he's, is he better than Purdy? We don't know. Jacob Eason is uh, uh, their fourth stringer, um, but he's thrown two interceptions on just 10 NFL pass attempts. So like you can win games as the 49ers just based on your defense and the, and the guys you have around you on offense, just get them the ball. Don't make stupid interception mistakes. And you will go a long, 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 long way. And they also, they can just give the ball to Debo Samuel and have him throw it. Or McCaffrey throw it. Yeah, exactly. They have so many ways to, to get around this problem. Just let the defense play and they can still get their And Jimmy's not done. They say potentially because he doesn't need surgery. He could be back in the playoffs. Yeah. Which at that but, point, if you get to the playoffs with Purdy and he's playing decently, you gotta ride it out. You kind of ride it out, right? Yeah, unless it's it just Debo Samuel covering his ass every single play. Yeah, well, I mean, you have Jimmy. Like, yeah, I mean, you, Jimmy has been known to come back in situations like this and play very, very well. Um, and he's always been a backup guy, kind of until he moved to San Francisco. So he knows how to get in, kind of cold, and just pick up the offense quickly and make smart plays based off of. No, like not having that much chemistry between wide receivers and running backs and stuff. So it, he could be a guy that comes in in the playoffs and just gets hot very quickly because he's so good at that, that like style of being, having being a backup for a long time. Realistically though, wouldn't he be back with one, maybe two games left if they were continuing to go all the way? Yeah. You know, there's there, how many playoff games can you get? Let's say they win the division. They win the division. If they finish, if they say, let's say they don't get a wild card game, then you have to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. That's it. Wild card division conference, and then you're in the Super Bowl. So four games total. You just have yeah. to win three. So if even if they can get him back in to a meaningless game for them, which might be that last week, get him back in, just get some snaps again. Because we're going into week 14. There's eight, 19 weeks. 18 weeks, 18 weeks, 18 weeks, 17 games. Yeah. So it's going to be, they're saying seven, eight weeks. Yeah. Even in best case scenario, if it's six weeks. Yeah. I think they just have to win with Brock Purdy, which, Hey, like that defense can win with Brock Purdy. Yeah, they could. They knocked off as good a team as there is out there. That's true. Yeah. Miami Dolphins who were hot, who were hot. If they Bosa... were able to distract them. I got to say, Bosa had the game of the year for himself. He was killing Tua. Probably the defensive player of the year, right? He's in the conversation after that for sure. Yeah, I think it's his for to lose sure. at this point. Yeah. With that defense, it's got to be got to be his to lose. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's now, pivot. Let's shit on somebody that we've been wanting to shit on for a long, long, long Are we time. talking about the Texans game? We are talking about... The Houston, Texas versus Cleveland Browns, the debut of Deshaun Watson, who served 11 game suspension for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy, um, which clearly states, I think it's, this is just a world policy, that you're not supposed to sexually harass two dozen women. So Deshaun Watson's back. And we've he been saying forever, factor. 
why would he be good when he comes back? Well, he said it forever, and he proved it very obvious that he was garbage. Legitimately which was expected, awful. Which Legitimately was awful. Like he couldn't do it. They had one trip into the red zone, and the draw and that Renzo drive ended with him throwing an interception. Before we get into all that, for that game, have you ever seen a game so strange where the ball would just squirt out out of nowhere, and like Browns player could just pick it up? Unopposed, walk it into the end zone. Yeah. Like as a Lions fan, I've watched the Lions in the past couple of years have some of the most unfortunate, heartbreaking losses. Guys hitting record uh, field goals to beat them in the last second. Yeah. It's bad high. calls, bad calls, which turn into 10 second runoffs. So they never even got a chance to play that last down. Like all sorts of just terrible, unfortunate games where they were in it, they could have won, and it just didn't work out by bad luck. Whereas this game for the Browns, I've never seen a team so lucky, playing so poorly on offense. Oh, yeah. So, like, they scored two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. And a punt return. Punt return, yeah. That's how they got their points, because their offense did not score a touchdown. Their offense actually had a – so they have a expectancy points. Like, if you go through, like, true media or or something like that – pro football focus and all that their offense had a minus 19 expected points minus 19 they were so bad that they got two field goals and then they had they actually got two po- their offense actually got two points for the other team as well yeah and watching those throws they were bad throws they're either overthrown or underthrown a lot of underthrown stuff oh yeah i don't know but why anyone thinks this that's guy. expected we've been saying this the entire time why does anyone think this guy's going to be good he's gonna be bad this whole season Maybe next year he could get it together. I don't see. I just don't see how often you see a player returns from it's that much of an absence. Super rare. It's very rare. The Michael only Vick, person maybe? I was gonna say the only person is Michael Vick that I can think of. Yeah. In the, in the recently like the last 10, 15 years, because yeah. he came back and did very well for the Eagles. But that's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just happy that it's happened. Now, here's a question. Let's say he has a phenomenal year next year. Do you think it's even appropriate to give him comeback player of the year? That's a good question. Um, Because he technically would qualify for it. 100% he'd qualify for it. It's to overcome any sort of um, difficulties, right? I feel like... I think it's a bad PR move. A horrible PR move. But if he he would have to play at an MVP level for that you to happen. He's a bigger you think he's a bigger hole to start than everybody else uh fighting for that trophy. But like he would have to be the best player on a team with over 10 wins where they would say just like Tua like he's the best player on this team and this team is over exceeding what the record should be. So he's in the MVP conversation and he ha- he would have to be the MVP so that they could not give it to him and just be like, oh, you're just going to be the comeback player of the year. Right. Like that's the only way, I th- only way I think they would give it to him. Just to spite him for not getting the MVP, which is, right. which we, which you know, and I know we love that move here. It's a spite move. The spite move. Is- it, it was an insult trophy, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the Browns players said something which I kind of see a little bit of merit to. 
I forget which player it was, but he was talking about how it's become kind of a binary thing where either you're supporting Deshaun Watson or you hate the Browns. Like you can't just dislike Watson and still, if you're a Browns fan, still like the Browns or just support the rest of the team. Because how many people were responsible for the, for that Deshaun Watson decision? That's one guy in the organization. That's not every other player on the team. That's still just a regular football player trying to win. They had nothing to do with signing this guy. Yeah. And yet a lot of them probably hate it. A lot of them probably say we'd rather play with Jacoby. For sure. We blew we blew two hundred thirty million dollars on this guy. I could have got a big piece of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't need to be a binary thing. But uh, you know, that's how people are, right? That's just that's kind how, of yeah. nature, right? But that's and, kind of yeah. like the flaw with people, isn't it? It's got to be black. Nothing is really us, black right? and white. Like it can be. We, we don't have any flaws, do we? No, I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm a perfect person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can only see how perfect we look too right <laughs> we are perfect people um I, I yeah that was an odd game that was overall one of the strangest games i've ever been witness to well did let's talk about the chargers falcons game raiders don't get the name wrong that was the raiders not the falcons chargers oh, was... played no they didn't that was the week yeah. before no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't Pittsburgh beat the Falcons? Oh, yeah. So it's Chargers. Chargers, Raiders. What, what game? Was, I'm not even talking about the right game. Then. All I know is that you had the Chargers going to the Super Bowl and winning back-to-back Super Bowls. And I told you the last time this year the Chargers and the Raiders played, I said that was a close game. The Chargers were not that much better. And this game... I told you the Raiders came back and they took it to them. Yeah, that's that. So I've completely messed up these games. Completely, completely messed up these games. Um, so my whole storyline goes out the window there. So forget everything I said. You're gonna have to take over because I'm lost based off this weekend. In my defense, I was watching these games in an airport in New York, uh, the Newark, New Jersey airport. Um, extremely hungover, just trying to survive to get to my flight, and they had that stupid giants commanders game on and which was like it ended 2020 in like a tie i hate ties i hate them and i had to sit there and watch it because everybody in new york wanted to watch that game i was like please please change this game to anything i want to watch my lines i didn't get to watch my lines score on every possession that they had in the game yeah that was a good game for the lions that was a great game for the lions one winners are the four of the last five. They could sneak in the playoffs and I'm not upset about it because they're going to get the Rams pick this year. So if the Rams think they're starting Baker Mayfield, please do. I would love your first overall pick, even though it's going to go to the Texans because the Texans are horrible. Yeah. Now that, that I'll give you the segue here. We'll we'll move on. I won't uh, beat you up too much about your precious Chargers losing to my unstoppable Raiders, who have won how many games in a row now? Raiders are hot. Raiders are looking hot. And this is exactly what happens with Derek Carr. He strings a few wins together. You think, ah, you know what? Maybe he's got it going. And then he just has an abysmal game. And you just say, why do we have this guy? Why? 
Yeah, the Raiders. The, are the Raiders. We said it all. They should be better than the record shows. They should be. They haven't played better. They've given up huge leads a lot, but they finally clicked together some wins. Well, they they it's starting to come together. It's for, gonna be too little, too late. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but it's good. It's promising for the next year because Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are starting to get that chemistry back, and that's going to be huge for the what they gave him to for leave sure. the the Packers. Um, I still have zero confidence in your Raiders, but I mean, what, do you, what am I going to do? What am I, what am I supposed no, to do? No team I support is going to win. No. Don't worry about that. The Chargers are 6-6 six and six now. Uh, Raiders are 5-7. and seven. So actually the Raiders are sneakily catching up to second in that division. Um, I told you. Wow. Wow. Now, about that division, because the Chiefs, 9-3, and three, played the Bengals again, and I actually had a conversation with somebody at the airport who was a Bengals fan that was very excited about this game. And my question to them was, why do you want to win this game when the more important game is going to be in the playoffs? Because I feel like there's always that if you give them your best game now, they will figure you out in the playoffs. Now, I know that the Bengals are 3-0 against the Chargers with Joe Burrow on the team. They beat them last year in the playoffs, I believe. Not the Chargers, the Chiefs. Sorry, yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, Bengals are... I think they've beaten them something like five, six, seven, eight times in a row now. The Bengals have beat the Chiefs. Well, with Mahomes and and Burrow, it's Burrow three, Mahomes right. zero. But I mean, just the Bengals have beat the Chiefs a bunch of times now. Yeah, sure. But I mean... What, it's like, sure. History it, doesn't matter. Yeah, history at that point doesn't matter. But history with the 3-0 does matter. Now, <clears throat> I was saying to the guy... I, I would, if I were them, based off never having win, won anything in football as a Lions fan, I would rather just kind of play for the playoff game instead of trying to show all your tricks in this game. Now, I don't even know if they showed any tricks, but it's, isn't that kind of like a thinking if you're kind of a Cleveland fan? Like, isn't it more important to win in the playoffs than it is this game? They didn't show any tricks. All they showed was they listened to our podcast because they did the one thing we scream about every week. They shut down Travis Kels. Sure. Kelsey, whatever you want to call him. Well, you say Kelsey. He did say not Kelsey. have he did not have a monster game. He had a not a for him, he had a bad game for him. Yeah. Terrible game for him. But didn't they kind of give away how they're going to cover him for the playoffs then? So now the Chiefs can look and say, hey, this is, we got to figure out a way to get Kelsey open. So you, you think, what, you throw this game? I don't know, I don't understand what your point is. point is, let I don't say you throw it, but like if you oh. shut down Kelsey, now they know how you shut down Kelsey. Yeah, but you also have to shut him down to prove your method of shutting him down works. Or You can't yeah, just say, oh, well, hey, if we had, we had hey, done this. Chicken or the egg. No, you play to win. You have to play to win. Well, for sure, but you've given up your secret on how to guard Kelsey. Not necessarily. Yeah, you have. Just guard him. Well, that's <laughs> they're the only ones that have successfully done it. Yeah. So now, well, why, they know. why is he open? He's amazingly open all the untouched time. all the time. I don't know. I don't understand it. But they Bengals figured it out, and now now what they did was a favor to. Uh, everybody the Chiefs, else. to the Chiefs, to, to this is we just got to figure out a different way because this is how they're going to guard him. Yeah, but look at it this way too. Burrow saying, "Listen, I'm three and zero. 
It's on you to show me you can win. I'm going to win. I'm going 4-0. and I'll go 5-0. and Yeah. You know. My whole conversation. If you can win. If you can win, why not win? My whole conversation was you're going to give up too much information. I know what, I know what your, your conversation was. Your conversation was that this guy should implore the Lions technique, which has never worked in the history of the Lions. <laughs> 70 years 80 years however long they've been around it's never worked out they think that okay well we'll play for the playoffs they don't make the playoffs they're saving it though if they make the playoffs they're saving, they're saving it. it but the but the Lions you know how to shut playoffs. down any team but we're saving it for the playoffs that's what the lions are trying to do the Bengals are going to make the playoffs yeah so stop giving away how you're going to beat the chiefs they have to hope they avoid the chiefs again i think and I think the Chiefs have to actually avoid. They didn't avoid them. They beat them in the playoffs last year. No, I know, but this year is going to be different because they gave away their secret. They gave it away last year, did they not? Yeah, it was actually a field goal, wasn't it? A field goal that they beat them with last year. Yeah, so I remember the to... dude. I remember the dude saying it. Yeah, Evan McPherson. Well, here we go to the Super Bowl now. Here we go to the uh, conference we... finals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now they they. Uh, they got Jamar Chase back, and Joe Mixon's coming back. And so, Jamar Chase lit it up. Yeah, because him and like Burrow are best buddies. Yeah, but also I think um, Higgins does just enough like to be he could be a starter, number one wide receiver on a lot of teams for sure. And yeah. the beauty about having Jamar Chase out for a bit is that Burrow is able to get that uh, camaraderie and that chemistry with Higgins. So now he's got it with two guys. Yeah, and Boyd Boyd isn't playing poorly either. No, they're three great wide receivers. Like, they're three great wide receivers. Now, speaking of a team that doesn't have any wide receivers, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans just fired the GM a day after or two days after AJ Brown, who that GM traded away, much to the chagrin of head coach um, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. And now he's fired for it because AJ Brown lit them torched, up. torched Tennessee, completely made them regret that decision. And I mean, so that has to be the for? reason that he. That what did they get the for Um, a, a, a draft pick. A pick. A draft pick, yeah. A, a Mr. Irrelevant? Like, what did they get for it? Like, it's... No, they would have got a nice pick. I think, I don't know if it, it might have been a first round pick or a third round pick, but they would have got a pick that they thought or that the world would have thought was a good pick. Um, but, I mean, you can't trade an AJ Brown. And Mike Vrabel, there's video of him being like super, 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 super angry about when they made that trade on draft night. Well, of course. Look at what he's looking around the room. He's like, you left me with Robert Woods. It's all you left me with. What, yeah. I don't even want him. Yeah. No. Does his name come up this year? No. Bobby Trees? No. No, it has not. Now, the Tennessee Titans, if you stop Derrick Henry. Which was done this week. Which was done this week. You've beat them, essentially. Yeah. That's he was getting fall. shut down at the line, tripped up just, you know, a yard after one yard past the uh, line of scrimmage regularly. And he didn't play like his dominant self. I don't know if that's because he was having an off day or he was just shut down because it looked like he was shut down a lot. It was. It's just, it didn't look like down. him. I mean, he'll he'll put it together because he's also a beast. But 
that they have the blueprint to beat beat them. And they came in to beat Tennessee. And, and that's two to losses that. in a row for Tennessee. Yeah. On the downswing. Yeah. On the downswing. time of year you want to be on the downswing. No. Um, okay. But so, even though they're still going to lock up their division. Yeah. Well, what else divisions. they go on that division? Their division. You got Texas, yeah. the Jaguars, which got thumped by your Lions. And then we got Jeff Saturday, who it's not looking great so far. He's losing. He's going to have a learning curve. He's going to have mean, a learning curve. He has but it's just, more games. Can he survive? Can he survive that learning curve? No, he's got four games left. Four games left in the NFL as a head coach. And that'll be the end of his career. For a guy that's supposed to pump up, like the whole reason they hired him was because he's supposed to pump up the team because he's a former player that knows how to talk to these guys. And they got walloped by the Dallas Cowboys. And they got walloped by the Dallas Cowboys backups who came into the game at the end and scored a bajillion points. Like if you're that guy, you're supposed to be able to get your team fired up to play defense to hold it within at least a touchdown or two. But if you're if the backups from the other team are destroying your starters, it's what's the point of you? Yeah, because you're but not I mean, next to those guys. You're a pump up guy. So if you're not next to those guy, you better have all those guys pumped up to make plays. They didn't look great, and again, Matt Ryan didn't look great. He threw some picks. He just, you know, it. Matt Ryan they don't stinks. have what it takes. That's the end of his career. This is the end of his career. For sure. No one's going to pick him up. Well, this, no. No, this is it for him. They need to figure, they need to go, they need to draft somebody. They need to get a draft pick. They need an Andrew Luck. Luck. They need an Andrew Luck who will stick it out for the team. That's what they need. Yeah, well, he ain't coming around. No, not he him, but someone, someone the like next guy. So also, the, the Cowboys, who, who are the team that walloped the Colts, um, are the favorites to get OBJ for their playoff run, but Ooh. they are not. Jerry Jones said he is not confident that OBJ is healthy. No, I saw that. That's what is that? Is that maybe just him throwing caution to the wind, or is that um, him trying to fool other teams so that they kind of think twice about it and the the price comes down? I. I just don't think that it would be fooling the other teams because the other teams interested would do the same due diligence as the Cowboys, right? They'd kind of give him, get their doctor in there. They'd kind of examine him too. No, I don't think anyone was just taking him by his bird. Well, he refuses to work out. Yeah. But I'm sure they have some sort of doctor checking him out before like, Hey, listen, we'll sign you, but it's going to be subject to this. I don't think he gets an offer based on for this year. I'm sure he'd get an offer for next year, but Someone's going to sign him. Someone will sign him without that doctor thing because what do they got to lose? Yeah, someone will sign him. But again, they'll sign him wanting him for next year. They won't care about this year, right? Ah, I think they'll only care about this year because you can have a guy that is low risk, high reward if you sign him for just this year. And then every time you sign him for he a year, he doesn't want to sign here, him just this year, though. That's, his, that's OBJ's whole thing. He wants a multi year, he doesn't want just a one and done. Because he's got an injury that's nagging. Now he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to work out and, and do that stuff. But he's refusing to do point. that. If he wants that multi-year deal, he's gonna have to show something like some sort of promising so anyone... action that I can last for more than one one route. So you don't think anyone signs him, or do you think the Cowboys sign him? I think somebody signs him, and I think he'll get signed for a two three year deal. It might gets, not be a contender. I think he gets one year 
like finishes this year plus a option. And it might not be for the team that he likes. It might not have it might have to be the Bills or the Dolphins or the Chargers even because I don't think you're right. I think you might be right about if he wants a multi-year deal then that's going to be tough. Yeah. That's going to be tough. We'll see what happens with OBJ. You know, I I, I don't think he's going to have the same impact as last year just because I, it, it, if he doesn't want to run, he doesn't want to train for somebody, that kind of just says, that sends the wrong message. Why? You're probably not ready yet and he doesn't want to risk anything yet. He still needs a few more weeks to get yeah. there, but he wants to get this contract done before the playoffs. I don't know. If, you know, could be an ego thing. It 100% could be an ego thing. Yeah. But anyway, should we move on to the uh, this week's games? Yes, absolutely. Let's you know, I love to start with it. You hate to start with it. So it's gone the constant battle. What's our game of the week? What's our game of the week? Uh, always wanting to start with game of the week, uh, which is presented to us by BetStamp. Like always, BetStamp is your one-stop shop for line shopping, bet tracking, and sports betting odds. You would never just go with the first price if you were shopping for flights. So why settle for the first odds you find when betting? BetStamp changes that. The streamlined and easy-to-use app allows you to find a wide spectrum of odds for any bet. Then it makes it easy to track your bets in one place. You can set alerts in the case the line in case the line changes and learn what bets your friends and even some celebrity bettors are making. Game of the week. What does BetStamp got for us for the game of the week? So I have a BetStamp. I got a I got a I'm, this is for you, Betstamp. Why is there not a line for passes thrown over under Baker Mayfield for the Rams versus the Raiders Thursday night? Because he's suiting up. And they have said he's suiting up. So there should be a line, I'm hoping, by Thursday night, tomorrow night, that there is a line over under passes thrown Baker Mayfield point. It is not, I cannot find it anywhere. And I I need help, Betstamp. I need help finding this line. So if you're listening, which I hope you're doing your due diligence just as much as we are, let's get that, let's find some lines for Baker Mayfield because I would take the over 0.5 passes thrown by Baker Mayfield if that's what it's at. I think that's enough Baker talk for one day. That's my no. bet. That's my bet of the week. It's your bet of the week. I always ask the game of the week, but anyway. Yeah, well. I got one question for you about a game uh, this week. It's a Sunday 1 o'clock game. 1 o'clock uh, our time, Pacific Standard Time. Broncos, Chiefs. Now, I'm not saying that the Broncos are going to win. All I'm saying is how dull is this game going to be? Is this going to be the Broncos bringing down the Chiefs to just win 13-12? to 12? Or are the Chiefs just going to, after losing last week, just crush them? They are going to absolutely murder the Denver Broncos. The the Denver Broncos have no business being in this game at all. And I think it just gets out of hand extremely quickly. Um, in this game, like you can find different plays on Kansas City from as little as minus 350 and then up to 500 or minus 500. Um, and you should absolutely take the best bet on this because it is going to be a bloodbath. Denver's like averages like one touchdown every two games. 
Now, I like to go contrary to what you say. I want to take the worst odds. You know why? Because a cocky better isn't about who wins the most money. It's about who risks the most. That's what big bets are about. How much do you have to lose? But How you much do you just, want to risk? Sure, but that you're still betting the line. You're just putting more on it. Fair enough. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> clearly, you are you are not a gambler because you can gamble no. on the same thing and just whoever has the most risk is the guy that's putting down the most money. No, but if you take it at these odds versus those odds, hundred bucks at you know plus two hundred versus plus one hundred, you got different odds. Sure, but now what I was gonna say is I disagree with you. I don't think the, the point spread take would be more. I think I think that the Broncos do as the Broncos have done all season. Just make this a boring, dull game. I think the Chiefs win handedly. Yes. But this is not going to be watchable. No Broncos game this year has been watchable. No. Russell. They're not watchable games. Stinks. There actually is a massive line difference on this game. Um, Pinnacle has them at uh, eight-point favorites, and everybody else has them at nine-five favorites. So you can get the same odds and and just bet that they win by eight instead of having them to win by ten, which that's actually huge. Like That's actually huge. So – if you can check that out on your bet stamp app, you'll be able to find where you can put those place those bets. But I don't think anyone watches this game. I certainly won't watch this game because it's going to be 14 Kelsey touchdowns to make up for the last weekend's um, zero touchdowns, I believe. Uh, let's okay. Let's get. Can we get into some good games now? Okay. Well, I got another one that's kind of a revenge game. Do you remember when the last time Cleveland and the Bengals played? Cleveland crushed them earlier this season. Oh, really? Just took it to them. Oh, embarrassed them. That's not going to happen this game. No, but that's a tight divisional matchup. Like somehow these divisional games, sometimes they go oh, a lot tighter than the scores than than what the what you'd expect. Yeah, rules go out the window with these. Rules absolutely go yeah. out the window in terms of everything. But Bengals are six-point favorites. I would I take them. Say, if I would they take them want to win, if the Browns want to win, which I don't think they do want to win because I think they're going to play Watson. Watson's still going to be rusty as all hell. They play Brissett. Brissett had a phenomenal game against these yeah. guys last time. I'd be playing Brissett all all season. Fuck Deshaun Watson. He's not a good quarterback anymore. Forget all the stuff that it was awful that he did. He can't play football. That's the fact of the matter. The Bengals by six. Easy bet. Okay. Now, my Raiders have the Rams. Thursday night. Thursday night. So, LA Rams. That's another win for the Raiders. That's a win for the Raiders for sure. Chargers got the Dolphins. Yeah. You'd think that the Dolphins Dolphins win that that one. Yeah. And so, where does that put you against me? That even us, even us out. That evens basically evens us out. Because yeah. you're the Chargers, I'm the Raiders for the rest of time. Yep. Chargers are six and six, so they'd go six and seven. Raiders five and seven, they'd go six and seven. So we would be tied, and then we would have to argue about this for our listeners for the for the rest of the season, just to see who's. Because I said Chargers tip top, and Raiders bottom bottom, and you were all heavy on Raiders being good. Now I would think I, we got to call our friends at BetStamp. And just get them to give us a specialty line just between you and me on 
who does better at the end of the season, Chargers or Raiders? I think that's a great idea. So if Betstamp can find someone to make those odds for us, then let's do that. Because they're the ones that are supposed to be out there searching these lines. So let's get let's get that going. But I think you have a very good chance of the Dolphins beating the Chargers. And that is a Sunday night game. They've flexed it, I believe. Which is awesome because that's going to be an incredible Sunday night matchup. Chargers in LA versus the Dolphins. Dolphins are three-point favorites. And then you have the Rams in LA Thursday night. Raiders are six point favorites. Who do you have in both of these games? And you've got Chargers losing and Raiders winning, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what I got. I have Raiders winning and fuck you, Chargers winning. You think the Chargers at home over your boy Tua? I love Tua. Yeah. But and- at home, at home. <laughs> Your lines, though. Let's go to your your true the one game true to your heart. Big That's game, a huge game. This is a huge game. They and need I, if they have so they're kind of in the playoff hunt, like they're they're like kind of fairy tale in the playoff hunt. But if they beat the Vikings, they're kind of back like they're kind of like a game out from the wild card, hopefully, or two games out from the wild yeah. card. And they I guess if they the keep only- winning, they can make the they can get that wild card spot. I guess the only problem is beating the Vikings doesn't really do anything because they won't catch them. Correct. But it shows that they, I mean, I guess it's not college football. They don't just go by based on strength of schedule winning, but it shows that they, they belong because all we want as Lions fans is for people to think that we belong. Well, I think we've already determined this, that no team now for the rest of the season is looking at the Lions as that's a gimme win. They know they got to come out and play now. Agreed. Especially seeing that the Lions are what either top three in touchdowns scored this year, dude. Their offense is so good. Like I take back so many things I've said about Jared Goff, and I want them to draft a quarterback very high, but I want Jared Goff to be the quarterback of this team next year. Yeah, and the defense is getting it together. The They're defense, is, dude, the defense is great. Aiden Hudson in that defensive line. So much fun to watch. The defensive backs have come such a long way. Jeff Okoda doesn't look like an absolute clown anymore. They've they've really put it together, and it's very exciting to watch these Lions play football. They, they like take the over if you're watching a Lions What's, game. Take the over. The over is fifty three point five right now for the Lions Vikings. Take it. What's the uh, what's the spread? How much? Uh, Two and a half guessing, Lions in Detroit. Always, yeah, they've figured it out. It's always three. It's They're always the favorites. Three. They lose by They're three. The favorites. They're oh, the, the Lions are the favorites. Lions are favorited to win by two and a half. But Lions don't win by three. They lose by three. Yeah. So that's a good bet. So you should take the bet for the Vikings. No. Yeah, you're right. Take the Lions two and a half because they'll lose by three. Yeah. That's your bet of the week right there. Lions, the take the Lions by two and a half because they will lose by three points only. Yeah. So take the Vikings money line, but you're going to get better odds. No, actually, you'll get better odds with the Mike, the Vikings money line, but Lions two and a half. Oh, I love that bet. I love that bet in Detroit, divisional matchup, which we talked about earlier. That sometimes that just means all stats go out the window. That's a big game. That's a big game. Steelers Ravens also a big game. We got a lot of divisional matchups here. Yeah, Steelers got- are favored to win by three points in Pittsburgh. Now. Is Lamar Jackson going to play? Is he going to play again this year? I don't know, but I mean... I think he's out this week. I feel he's out this week. So They're keeping tight lips on it, 
but I feel he's out this week. You'll, we'll see him this year, though. Yeah, I hope so, because, like, he's a fun guy to watch. Like, He's as exciting as anybody. Yeah. So Tyler Hundley can also run the ball, but not like Lamar, but he can also run the ball. Now, this is the Steelers are also fighting for a playoff spot, and Tomlin has them looking good. Kenny Pickett looks good. George Pickens looks good. Um, Mike Tomlin, I think, has had a winning season his entire career as a head coach, which is like 13 years now or something like that. Um, so this also a huge game. Huge game. Uh, I think Steelers are favorites to win by three at home. Yeah, Baltimore, think, they they haven't looked good the past couple of weeks. I think the Steelers take this one. Yeah. I think the Steelers take this one. Uh, Titans, Jaguars. Titans are only favorites to win by three and a half. Yeah, I think the Titans win that. You got more divisional games, Buffalo and New York, New York Jets. That's a huge game, and Buffalo is favored to win by nine and a half. But didn't the Jets beat them earlier this season? Yeah, and the Jets are like they're still their defense is good, and they can still play football on offense. They got Mike White, who isn't Zach Wilson, but he's also not hurting the team on offense. Um, I think Buffalo still he wins. I just don't know Zach Wilson. What has Zach Wilson done to even get credit to be like better than? Mike White. He was a first round pick. But also I'm not That's saying that in in I'm not saying that in trying after the, to after hold on. Whoa, whoa. I know this. I'll time hold out on. right now. Shut the fuck up. I let I was not trying to pump up Zach Wilson. I was trying to say that Mike White is not Zach Wilson because Mike White is better than Zach Wilson. As in, like he will actually help the offense move the ball instead of Zach Wilson who just stagnates and punts. But I got Bills winning this game, even though I've said all that. I think so. And then you got another big one. Giants, Eagles. Eagles. Giants. Yeah. yeah. Eagles, Giants. In New York, Eagles favorites to win by seven. I think that's right. Yeah. Eagles are just, they're good. They're good. And Jalen Hurts is probably your MVP of the season this year. I said if they continue on this path, one loss, maybe two, because they throw a game at the end of the season because they just don't care. Yeah. yeah. I, I said it earlier. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP this year, which is awesome. Who else, who else as of today could be the MVP? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's Josh Allen. I, I don't, I'd give it to Mahomes over Allen right now. Me, I'd be too. I think Mahomes is the biggest threat to Jalen Hurts for MVP. Yeah. Um, we got uh, okay. We talked Bengals Browns. We got the 49ers playing the Buccaneers. We've talked a little it. bit about that. The um, the stats, the historical now, stats, do not side with the 49ers on this one. No, but they're favorites to win by three and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say the Bucks are not looking good in any game since maybe Germany. <laughs> yeah, and the like the, the 49ers defense is legit the best probably in the league. Oh, they're solid. So like if Tampa can't put their offense together, then there's no chance they beat the 49ers. Even if um, Purdy comes in and has the worst game ever, it won't be worse than Deshaun Watson's game back. So I think, so I think 49ers win this one. At, and they beat the spread three, which is three and a half. And then we got your Seahawks versus the Panthers in Seattle. They are favorites to win by four. Panthers stink, but Darnell has them winning. 
and they can run oh, the ball. And Seahawks kind oh, of has winning. They got one game under him, no? Yeah, did he win it? I don't think they did. The the Panthers won. Who'd they play last week? I don't know. It's the airport. <laughs> they didn't play anybody. I've, I've never been a Panthers fan. I've watched one Panthers game. Didn't play anybody. No, you're a Seahawks fan. Oh, right, yeah. No, I grew up two hours outside of Seattle. No, I I know this. Yeah, Panthers won. They beat the Broncos, and Darnell's won the only game. And now this right. week, they play them in Seattle. But they're good at, like, Devontae Foreman's good at running the ball. Their offensive line is good at running the ball. The Seahawks stink at stopping the run. That's the only downfall of this game. Right, the Panthers are coming off a bye week. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. yeah. I think the Seahawks still win. I think so, too. Yeah. Geno Smith, he's our guy. Uh, Monday night game, Cardinals, Patriots. It's care. in Arizona. I don't care either. Patriots are favorites win by one and a half. Both these teams aren't very exciting and talked about way too much in terms of their skill levels at football. Uh, but I'll take... Is Kyler Murray playing? Yeah. yeah. I'll take he, he had a game off the other day, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. What was yes, that about? Uh, he's been a little bit banged up. Oh, just injury. Yeah, just injury. Right. But he's like, yeah. Yeah. Not a lot yeah. of jokes this week. There's too much happening in the NFL to talk about. We didn't get any jokes in this week. I don't know I if mean, people laugh at what we say anyway, but. I wonder if anyone, yeah, as I say, I wonder if anyone would get the jokes anyways. No, but I can usually make you laugh. Yeah. Well, that doesn't help our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> It does not. It doesn't help our listeners at all. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. We week 14 is coming up. We will talk to you before week 15. Enjoy the games. Uh go Lions. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.